Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You wanna be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You wanna be where everybody knows your name Welcome to a new football podcast called Beers and Balls. Beers and Balls. Uh, my name is Carl. I am uh, sitting next to the ever wonderful Shane King. That's me. I'm hey, the I'm the balls. You are the balls. I am the beer. Speaking so, of, what are you drinking today? Um, I am drinking a Summit Golden Fruited Ale. Um, it's uh. It's a nice golden ale from Summit Brewing Company. It's uh, got loads of peach and apricot in it. Um, it's a uh, it's a wonderful summer drink. Unfortunately, you know it is fall, so it's we're a little past its prime. But you know, it's still a nice, refreshing drink. How about you, Shane? I've got myself a Twisted Galaxy. Uh, it is a double India Pale Ale. That's uh, so a double IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Toppling Goliath Brewing. A very good uh, brewer there out of Iowa. Um, one thing that I have to say about Toppling Goliath, they do have some bad batches that they send out um, at times, but outside of the bad batches, it's really good beer. Um, and this one's pretty It's pretty good. It's uh, it's not one of their best, I would say, but it is a very tasty beer. And that's that's really what matters. Like you're, you're, I mean, I personally, I know a lot of beer snobs, but it kind of just comes down to like, Drink a beer that you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you are, you know, you have a degree in beer snobbery. Um, yep, this is true. I do not. I have a, uh, I have a, you know, a mine. I did a minor in beer uh, in college. Mm. Uh, I mastered it. Yeah, I was a master. I majored in pretending and minored in beer. <laughs> oh, theater degrees. <laughs> They're worthless. I mean, no, we're doing great. No, we're doing, we're great. doing great. Hey, we're doing this podcast. Right? Yeah, exactly. This is this is theater. Peter in the round. Um, speaking of worthless, I heard a uh, a cover song earlier today of a wicked game by Theory of a Dead Man. That doesn't sound like it would be good. That's not even the best cover of that song. Corey Corey Taylor from Slipknot does a phenomenal cover of it. I'm getting off on a tangent here just because that I is... really don't I don't really like Theory of a Dead Man, and I'm not okay that they did that. I also don't like Theory of a Dead Man. Um, I also <laughs> Corey Taylor. Um. Slipknot is not my favorite Corey Taylor uh, driven band to be honest with you. Stone Sour? Stone Sour is. Yeah. Uh, uh, although my favorite Slipknot song is Psychosocial Baby. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard it, look it up on YouTube. You'll you'll be very, very happy with yourself. Yeah, do yourself a favor and take take the four minutes to listen to that. <laughs> uh, so with that said, we're gonna uh, with that said. With that said, no. yeah. Um, so we're gonna jump into uh, college football. If you've listened to another podcast that we were on in the past, uh, we tend to just talk about fantasy. Uh, now we are kind of broadening our horizons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about football in general, uh, and we're starting off with some college football talk, uh, brand new to the people out there, mm-hmm. uh, because it is just past week one. Uh, technically week two for like four teams. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean. No uh, one cares about Wyoming or yeah. New Mexico State. No. I mean, uh Josh Allen from the Bills just graduated from Wyoming, and he doesn't care about Wyoming, so... That's true. He also doesn't care about... Oh, Black people? <laughs> <laughs> that, those were in the past. Those tweets were oh, in yeah. the past. That was way, way back in 2016, <laughs> that, so... This... That was like th- three years ago. 
there's no way that, that they matter anymore. There's no way. He hasn't changed. He's totally changed, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so nothing too drastic happened to me? Something too drastic happened to me. Something, yes, something too drastic did happen to you. Um, for those of you who do not know, uh, Shane here is a Michigan Wolverines fan, and they got, well, I want to say thumped, but not really. They were come, they, There was a comeback at the, in the end. They, it was just Notre Dame until halftime. Michigan came back, uh, final drive of the game with two minutes left. They got to the 50-yard line, and then Shea Patterson fumbled the ball, and Notre Dame recovered and ended the game. One touchdown, one touchdown game. I mean, it, it was rough, but if you're going to lose, you want to lose at the very beginning of the season in college football. You also want to re- lose to a ranked team. Right. So, I mean, who knows what the rankings are going to look like six weeks from now. Notre Dame could lose every game after this, and then it's a terrible loss for Michigan. But if Notre Dame stays ranked the whole year, whole year, then this is actually a good loss for Michigan. They have a good chance of making the football playoffs still. Absolutely. And, I mean, the Big Ten's a tough, tough conference, especially the Big Ten East, which, I mean, it has Michigan, Ohio State. Um, well, I usually say Michigan State, but they're, yeah. Yeah, um, Penn State. Which did you see what happened to Penn State this weekend? No, I didn't. Overtime oh. with Appalachian State. Uh, That's right. Upset you themselves. Took Penn State to o- OT. Yeah, uh, Penn State won. Penn State still did win, but man, Penn State. Let's did not some- talk about who Appalachian <laughs> State beat, but yeah, we, okay, we won't talk about that J- just because you have ammo against my team. <laughs> uh, my team's the Iowa Hawkeyes, which they won. They did win. Um, they looked not great. Um, in the first half, I finally watched the game a little bit late, and it was like they were trying to air out, air it out, and then after halftime, the offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz just said, "Ah, screw it, just run it, just run the ball." There were like four running backs with a touch, with four different running backs that had a touchdown. Like they controlled the game on the ground, which weird. That's Iowa football. Oh, who'd have thunk? Yeah, what a shocker. Uh, so let's talk about ranked teams that lost this past weekend. Now, with this said, the caveat is that um, in college football preseason rankings, yeah, they're important because, you know, the pundits have an idea of what teams are going to be good depending on the recruits and everything like that. But, I mean, the preseason ranking system, like, there shouldn't be a college football ranking system until after week six, I think. Oh, absolutely. Which is, I mean, back when the BCS ranking system was a thing, which it still is. It still is, technically. I mean, that's not, that doesn't pop up until, is it week six or is it week eight? It's like weeks, I think it's week eight. When, but it doesn't pop up until it matters. Yeah. Whereas, you know, there are the, the preseason polls of being like, oh yeah, Wisconsin, number four in the nation. Like, do you really know that? Like, you're really just kind of making an educated guess. I mean, if we're talking about, you know, number 23 in the nation was Texas. And they are no longer ranked. Uh, spoiler alert for this week's. They lost to Maryland, who I think won three games last year. Yeah, there's a lot going on with Maryland, but um, yeah, um, it that would a that's awesome for Maryland. B Texas probably not actually a top twenty-five team. Yeah, clearly. Um, Michigan lost to Notre Dame. That that was the fourteen lost to the twelve. Yeah, Michigan lost to uh, Notre Dame. Um, who did Miami lose to? Miami lost to the number twenty-five ranked team LSU. Gotcha. Okay. And they lost. They, they lost bad. Yeah, because that they was a fourteen spots in the coaches' poll. Yeah, I I wouldn't have been surprised if they dropped out completely because that was a bad loss to LSU. Um, LSU jumped up to almost the top ten. Yeah, they're up to number eleven. Number eleven. Number fifteen in the AP. Uh, yep. Or are we? Or am yeah. I on opposite di- day here? No, uh, oh no, you're on. You, it is opposite day. Yeah, coaches poll there 15, uh, AP there 11. Yep. Um, and then 
Um, Washington lost to oh Auburn. Auburn. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So they probably dropped into the top fifteen still. Yeah, Washington's still number eleven. Yep. So. Um, I think that's all the ranked teams that lost, though. Yeah, nothing else really was out of the ordinary. Um, at least in week one. I mean, I'm sure going forward, you'll always see those random upsets. You know, when Northwestern be a, beats the, a team, beats Ohio State yeah. or something like that. There'll be a few. Um, this week, uh, games of note. Um, oh man, I gotta sort this to just top twenty-five here. Because that is way too many games to look through. Uh, games of <laughs> note: it's 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 a rough week for college football. We've got South Car versus Georgia. Um, that's probably one of the better games on this weekend. Uh, the other one being USC Stanford. Yeah, USC Stanford is probably going to be the best game of the week. Yeah. Um, I mean, Georgia Southern, you know, Georgia Southern Carolina. I think Jake Fromm is going to lead Georgia to way lead them past. South Carolina. That yeah. Southern be. Carolina. So, yes. The Southern. The, of the Southern Carolina. Um, if you want, you can watch Iowa versus Iowa State in that mean. That's always fun. That's always a fun game. That game always ends up in overtime in like a one possession game. And if either team and is ranked, it. then the other team will win. Yes. <laughs> that is that is guaranteed. If either Iowa or Iowa State is ranked for some reason. Well, for some reason for Iowa State and for obvious reasons for Iowa most time, um, the other team will win. The non-ranked team. Well, Iowa State was actually, I hate to say this, better than they usually are last year. I yeah, they were. They Did they win that last year? I think they made it to, yeah, Iowa State won last year. It went to OT, I remember. Yeah, and I think... I think Iowa State went like nine and three. Like they, I think they played in the New Year's Day game, in the New Year's Day bowl game. So, which I mean, good for them. Yeah. I just hope you know they can go eleven and one every year. That means this might be a good win for Iowa this year. Yeah. Is it in? Is it it's in Ames in, or is it in Iowa City? It's in Iowa City. Okay. So, for those who don't know, Iowa City is where Iowa State is. That's wrong. It's is where. Iowa, Iowa University. The University of Iowa. IU. Good guy. Iowa University. Um, but uh, any any other real tidbits on the upcoming week in college football? Um, not really. If nothing else, the USC Stanford Stanford game is going to be a good chance to look at uh, Bryce Love. Uh, yeah, that's did, true. He did not have a good game last week, and a lot of people are already saying that he's out of the Heisman Heisman chase because of it. Because he was held to like, or Stanford themselves were held to fifty yards of rushing as a team. Some some close games to some close games line wise to, to keep an eye on mm-hmm. um, when it comes to ranked teams. You got Arizona State versus Michigan State. Michigan State's ranked fifteen, which I'm very surprised to see. Hmm. Um, and that is a six point line. Uh, Michigan State's only favored by six, so really? that's a close game. Hmm. Uh, and then we got Mississippi State and Kansas State, which is only a nine point line. So some uh those are those are the two closest line games here. There are two there are wait two four six eight ten no nine. There are nine games that are off the board right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, nine games off the board. I mean, you got Miami playing Savannah. You got No, I suppose. You got I think that's South Carolina State against UCF. Um, I think Washington is facing North Dakota. Like, not NDSU, North Dakota. Youngstown State's playing West Virginia. Yeah, it is North Dakota, D1D. Ooh. It's going to... The fighting I mean, who? 
I mean, yes, off the. It, it's funny when there's off the off the board games because there's no line to them. And the thing is, though, some of those are, are against Division three schools I, or Division. <laughs> what was it called now? FCS, FBS. FCS. I think my favorite thing here is Valdosta State versus TBD. <laughs> They don't know who their opponent is. Whoever shows up to the field that day, we're playing. <laughs> They're just going to play a pickup game against people in the stands. Excuse me, have you ever played quarterback? I once threw a ball over a mountain. Cool, you're <laughs> starting quarterback. That's Throw a football clear over those mountains there. We need to keep an eye on this. Yes, we do. Because apparently it's on ESPN3. Ooh. So I... We can still buy tickets on Vivid Seats. Oh, good. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. You know, Valdosta is my favorite state, though. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think that about covers everything from, yeah, that, that from hits, college football. That hits the, the glory of week two God. in college football. Man, we're about three weeks away before college football becomes exciting. Yeah, once we um, get to the, con- to the conference play. Yep, I think normally it's week four, week five. That, yeah, week four is when conference play starts, and that'll be fun. Oh, actually, week four will be on location. Oh yeah, we will. We'll be in. Uh, we'll be in Ann, Ann Arbor, Arbor Michigan, Michigan, watching the the Nebraska Cornhuskers, <laughs> the Nebraska Cornhuskers, play the Michigan Wolverines at the Big House. So that'll be a beautiful day. God, that's gonna be fun. We'll also be at the Detroit Lions, uh, playing the New England Patriots. I said that backwards because yes, yeah, the <laughs> um at the Detroit Lions at home against the New England Patriots. Uh, that Sunday night for Sunday Night Football. Just, it's the son of the dumpster fire that uh, that was. Don't you make fun of me. I'm a man. Sorry. All right. I'm no. a man. I'm a man. I'm bored. Wait, you have it. I do have it. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm bored. <laughs> Sorry, this is our first time using a soundboard, and so uh, not quite used to hitting the buttons right now. But All, All right. right. So let's talk about some uh, NFL news here. Um, so week one starts today. If you're listening to it on the day this comes out, mm-hmm. starts today. I don't know why any of you would be. We haven't promoted this to anybody. So. Right. Um, it'll be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. Should be a good game. I mean, that although in the playoffs that game ended at what, 12-9? Yeah, it was a barn burner to say the yeah. least. Um, Eagles, same starting quarterbacks. <laughs> yes, same starting quarterbacks. Uh, Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback for the Phil- reigning, the reigning Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia oh. Eagles. Um, nobody likes it. Nope, nobody. <laughs> Not even Philadelphia likes it. Um, that's a that's a pick'em game too. That is. That's Eagles got three and a half. Are giving up three and a half? Are they? Oh, according to the- I've got I've got uh. We're you we're pro- looking at two different uh, uh, ranking systems here. Yeah, you probably have more up. To I've got Phillies up by uh, Philly by one. Philly by one. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably still take Atlanta. Yeah, we'll get to that. By the way, there's going to be a new segment uh, where we where we pick where we give you some uh, betting betting lines and we talk about picking. So for sure, we'll get to that here soon. We're we're, we're ahead of ourselves. Yes. Yay gambling! Yay gambling! Do it legally, guys. It's all it's going to be legal soon everywhere. God, can't wait. Cannot wait. There's already a uh, a phone app called like mybookie.com or something like that. Really? Yes. So, um with the uh th- there's there's some big news that came out just today. We're recording this on Wednesday. Oh, yep. You'll hear it on Thursday. Uh so today, Le'Veon Bell announced that he is not going to be well, he didn't announce, but it was it was leaked it's that pretty. he is not playing week 1. 
and it was also leaked that he's probably not wait- playing until November unless they give him a contract. Yeah, he's there's it, it's a stalemate that happens every year, except this year no one has budged whatsoever. Yeah. And you know what I say? Good for you, Bell. You play at a position that gets injured, I'm pretty certain, more than any other position in the NFL. And mm-hmm. you are a top tier. You're you're top four at least for running backs in the NFL. For sure. And I mean, even even if you're, you know, betting on a or playing on a scale here, he's top four. Um he deserves to be paid. He deserves to get a long term contract so he has some stability behind him. And I, I would say I'm not gonna risk getting injured either. I mean, he's doing smart. His offensive lineman doesn't li- don't like it. Oh no, I wouldn't eat. Like if I were those guys, I would hate it. But... Um, Marquise Pouncey, is it Marquise or is it Maurice? That's. Uh, I think it's Marquise. Yeah, Marquise Pouncey, and uh, and I want to say the right tackle came out and and said today that you know they understand that you know for contracts it it that you got to do what you got to do, but you know on Sunday that's game day and he should show up for it for his team because they, I think they also know that they don't have much of a team without a running game behind them. Right. It'll be interesting to see how James Conner does. Yeah, I'm interested. It, it will really show what his skill set is. I mean, it'll also show if the if he plays terrible, then Pittsburgh might be willing to pay Bell. Right. So we might see him back, you know, week two, week three, then if, if Conner's not looking great. Because mm-hmm. um, you need a – the reason why that Pittsburgh's had such good passing game the last few years – is one Antonio Brown, well, but yeah. two they've got such a good running game that it's it's hard to you know it's pick your poison. Yeah, you can't stack the box and you can't double uh, double cover because if you do either of those things, then either Brown or Bell's going to beat you. Right. Now they're going to double cover and they're not going to worry about Connor and it's going to be harder for the Steelers to win. Exactly. Um. Yeah. That. Sorry. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. My mind just went blank. Uh, some other recent news. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack got traded for a bag of donuts yeah. and a uh, first round pick. I did enjoy that someone plugged it into the new Madden game. <laughs> and it was rejected. It was rejected by the by the Raiders in Madden. Uh, said, that, yeah, we need more for Mack. And in real life, no, that's enough. Yeah, not. I mean, I get the John Gruden... I don't get what John Gruden's doing at all. I think Oakland looks like a dumpster fire. Yes, 100%. And I think that they might be the worst team in the NFL this year. They're going to be close. I mean... I mean, it's all it's all dependent on how Amari Cooper does. Right. If Amari Cooper comes back and plays well, um, comes back from what injury? No, from sucking from, last year. Right. He was not injured at all. He, he just, just horrific. Um, but if he plays well, then they, they'll be mid, middling at best. Um, but if he doesn't, then they've got no weapons. Right. I mean, Marshawn Lynch is a shell of his former self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who else do they have catching the ball? Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Who's also, also a, shell a shell of his former self. Yeah. And then can you name another player on their defense? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I can. Uh, and he's a rookie, but I'll get to him later. Oh, fair enough. Yep. Uh, that's what we call a tease. <laughs> So, but yeah, that's beers and Baltis. I, <laughs> yeah, baby. Ooh, that's our guarantee. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't. Don't understand what he's been doing with that team. I don't understand. But how they can how they can say we're gonna give John Gruden ten million dollars a year, but we won't give Khalil Mack twenty. Right. I mean, he's the 
he is or was the best player on your team. Why are you not paying him? He's if it's him or Aaron Donald when it comes to best young defensive player in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would Von Miller would be in that conversation, but I think Von Miller's at thirty now. Yep, he, he's Roughly. he's getting up there, which is kind of weird to say. Uh, um, if if you're starting a a team right now and you want to have a young player to build around on your defensive side. I think it's Khalil Mack or it's Aaron Donald. And both of them were having trouble getting contracts. They both got paid. Right. They both got but, paid this year, but um, yeah. Also, speaking of great young defenses, the Bears Oh yeah, have a really good defense. The Bears actually had a really good defense last year, they just but their offense, offense was so bad that nobody really noticed it, but they had like the number one defense for turnovers and scoring. Right. They like they have a lot of talent on that defensive side, and it just got so much better with Cleo Mack added to that defensive line. I still think they don't have much on the offensive side to to really counteract it. So I still think they're one to two years away from really getting to their their best when it comes to offensive, mm-hmm. and that re- is really dependent on uh, Mitchell the Mitchell. Uh, yep, uh, stepping up and seeing if he can be a quarterback of you know a franchise quarterback or not. Right. Um. Be that number one overall pick that he was. Number two. Number two. Was he number two? He was, was number no- one that year. Because the. Um. Um. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. That's right. Yeah. Who des- deservedly? Right. Man, that deep Cleveland defense looks. There are Ooh. a lot of defenses that look good. Yeah. That's yeah. There, well, there's a lot of defenses that look good on paper. Right. That would uh, be good on a Madden. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there are so many ninety ranked defenses on Madden. I don't There's like it. four or five Madden defenses out there right now because you like, got the Rams. The Rams with you know if you just having Sue and uh, and Donald next to each other in that front. Right, Sue scary. Donald, uh, Talib. Like their only question mark position is like right side or weak side linebacker or something. Right. I'm yeah. You got Jacksonville. You got Jacksonville who have just built through the draft. Yeah. And they're they're looking built through the draft. Uh, AJ Bowie uh, is the like their own, AJ Bowie and uh, the um, oh from he was from uh, Denver. Uh, I won defensive sale. end from Denver. They they Cam- brought in not, no Khalees Campbell wasn't no Khalees Campbell. Campbell was... I think Khalees Campbell did he retire? No, 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 of course not. No, Shane, what are you doing? What are you talking about? You're an no, expert. That's... Um, um, it, it doesn't matter. It's I'm, I'm pulling up. You're pulling it up. Okay. I, I got to know. But he I mean, really I mean, loves G- me. Malik Jackson. Malik. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Malik Jackson. Um, And then obviously Jalen Ramsey just. But yeah. Oh. Because you got oh that secondary. Ooh. The Bears have a stout defense. The uh the Broncos. Broncos. The Broncos defense. Yep. Well, the Broncos defense. The Broncos is is still rush. good. Yeah, but their their corners. I mean, they've got they've got a uh, Chris uh, Jones. What's his name? Chris Davis. No. Oh, uh, I can see his. I can see his face. I'm I'm looking at him right now. Yep. Except not not really. Um. Well, this is the the defensive back, the opposite of uh, Akib Talib. I was about to call him Talib Quelly, which is obviously not wrong. Yeah, we're doing great, great first episode, guys. 
<laughs> Hope you guys are loving our uh, our not knowing NFL players this year because we weren't researching all summer like last year. Man. Right. Rough. Oof. Oof. Got new jobs. Got more hours at jobs. Yeah. Uh, Chris Harris. Chris Harris. I had Chris. You did have Chris. I, I remember the first name, which is, you know, great for NFL players because everybody refers to them all by their first name. Right. Um, How about Deshaun? Mm-hmm. The Browns actually have a pretty stacked defense. Yes, they do. Um, on paper. On paper. Um, with rookies involved. Uh, but The Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Rams, the Vikings, the Jacksonville. the. Those are kind of the big ones. I feel like I'm sure we're missing Chicago. We Chicago. Didn't, Chicago. There's like six or seven. Yeah, yeah, but they're all on paper, so yep. we'll see what happens. And we get to see that all this week. Yeah, week one. Uh, any any games that really stand out to you, week one? Um, I there's mean, one that stands out to me, and it's not just because my favorite team's involved. Oh, it's not. No, because uh, it is New England versus Houston, and it's the return of Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. That will be very interesting. Uh, and it might be another elite defense with the Texans because, I mean, they were, they got to the playoffs last year. No, the Texans did not. Was that not the year that it was? Oh, no, that was the year before. Was the year it was before. Oakland and, and yep. Texans in the worst playoff game ever, that's yep. ever happened. Yep. Because um, it was like the third string quarterback for Oakland. Cook, it was because Connor Cook, Connor and, Cook, no, and uh, it was some random dude. Because Connor Cook and was it McGloin? Yes, McGloin versus Savage? Question mark Savage who Savage couldn't? Or Ye- no, yeah, it was I think Savage. it was Savage. Savage. Savage who got cut by New Orleans and they traded for uh, Teddy Bridgewater to be their QB of the future. Yeah, and obviously to be their QB for the, for the future because yeah. they traded a third round pick for him. At which. I mean that's a steal. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I was I said it before the the he got signed. I was I wanted the Patriots to go after him and sign him to sit behind Tom Brady for a year or two and then become their next QB. And you know Tom wasn't having that. Apparently the Saints heard it and we're like, oh man, we should do that with Breeze. Uh, San Fran, Minnesota. San Fran, Minnesota is going to be a good one. I am interested to see what the 49ers do for their running game now that Jets gone. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Brita is probably going to be the number one guy, but I I think because he, he's still coming off of an injury, so they'll probably mix in a lot of Alfred Morris. For better, are there worse. any other running backs on that team? Um, Damian Williams, the old no, the old Miami. Miami, yeah, that's Damian Williams. Yeah, yeah. I believe he's on. interesting. Yeah, before he got hurt in Miami, he was looking pretty pretty solid. And then all they had was Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Much to their chagrin, because right. now they've got Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake listed as co-number ones on their roster. Mm. Um, I think the game there are two games that kind of pique my interest for different reasons. Okay. Um, the first one is the Chargers against the Chiefs, and that's mainly because I want to see what Patrick Mahomes can do with that offense. Yeah. I mean, he's been slinging it all preseason. I think they're just going to two open up- different uh, results. Like he was right. mixed. Like, there are some passes where it's like, oh, yeah, he was definitely a first-round pick. And then there are other passes where he goes, hmm, you probably should have played baseball. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But he's going up against a pretty good Chargers defense who only got better with uh, after the draft this year. Yeah, I completely agree. And their offensive line only got healthier, too. Right. Offensive line is healthier. They drafted Derwin James um, for 
an already stacked defense. In in a steel spot, too. I mean, they were drafting at, what, 17, and he fell to him? Yeah, which is ridiculous yeah, because he was like, a top-ranked safety. It's like, yeah, we'll take Eric Weddle's replacement now. That'd be yeah, fine. right. Um, so that that game interests me. Um, it'll be also interesting to see how the Chargers' offense runs um, without a viable tight end for the first time in... I mean, they signed Antonio Gates, but apparently that he they're saying that he might not play much right. week one because they're worried that, you know, we didn't sign him earlier and we don't want him to get hurt. Right, so... We'll see how that goes. The other game that interests me is the, which is going to sound weird, but it's uh, the first Monday night game, uh, the Jets at the Lions. Mm. And that's really just because of Sam Darnold. Just to see how he does. I want to see how Sam Darnold does. I also kind of want to see how the Jets defense does. I am also interested in that game, but I'm interested on the other side uh, because I am from Michigan. I like the Lions. They're my number two team. Uh, they've got Matt Patricia, who used to be the defensive coordinator for the Patriots as their new head coach. Uh, so you've got him running it. You've got him putting together what looks like a, a, a pretty good defense uh, with with what he's got. Because Detroit's always the last couple of years, Detroit's actually had a really decent defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just trying to build off of that. Uh, and then you've got uh, Matt Stafford uh, completely healthy again. And last year when he was completely healthy. He looked good. He yeah. looked really good. And then and then he broke the finger, and that was all that anyone could talk about. Right, for like four weeks. Yeah. But. So, uh, another another interesting game for me, uh, and both of, and for, on both sides of the ball, well, both sides of the ball, uh, on both sidelines, it's because of the running back position, and that is the Washington Redskins against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> So the Arizona Cardinals, we've got uh, David Johnson, who could very well be the best running back in the league at at his at his prime, mm-hmm. um, coming back from a wrist injury. Yeah, did he? What was it? Dis- dislocation. I I, th- I think it was a dislocated was- wrist, and it just took a long time to heal. Right. But I mean, if you can't grip the ball, you can't play, and you can't grip the ball, you can't catch the ball. Right. Um, and for Washington, you got uh, a real switch hitter. Um, uh, coming back. Uh, don't call it a comeback. Uh, Adrian Peterson is their starting running back. And for the second time in two years, the first game he plays in the regular season is against his former team. That's true. Yep. <laughs> Which oh, we'll see if he's yelling at anybody on the sidelines. Just staring down Gruden. Just how dare you? How dare you play Samaje? <laughs> how dare you put in a fullback? Um, the thing is, though, uh, I'm pretty sure Gruden would would step down and be like, "Okay, AP, you get in the game," compared to Sean Payton, who was just like, "Uh-uh." Payton's like, "Have you seen Alvin Kamara?" Yep. We've also got Melvin Ingram, who is basically a, a younger, better you. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. What did I say? Melvin. Melvin. Defensive end. D- yeah, defensive end for he the had a defensive Chargers. Defensive end running the ball. Don't mind me. <laughs> He's doing fine. Yep. Well, but yeah, those are kind of yep. the games that we're looking out for. But in reality, we're just happy that. It's yeah. week one already. You notice that we said a lot of games. It's because we're just excited about football. Right. In a couple weeks, we'll be like, oh, man, really don't care about the Jets anymore. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, the Bills are playing again? That sucks. <laughs> I guess I, I guess they need TV time. Yeah. Oh, Buffalo, Baltimore. Uh, um, sure. Yep. All right. So do we want to go through our predictions? Yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, for the opening of the year here for both college football and pro football, we're going to go through some predictions. Um, we're going to predict the winners of each conference. 
uh, and the wild card, and then we're going to talk about who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We're going to predict uh, the awards for the NFL. We're then going to also predict uh, BCS playoffs, so the four teams that are going to make the playoffs and the uh, national champions. Um, <laughs> okay, I just saw what your <laughs> national champion was. <laughs> and then we're going to also predict uh, the Heisman. Um, but let's start. Uh, let's start like we started this podcast. Let's start with the college. All right. Um, I will get things going here. So, for if you should be familiar, but if you're not, um, the BCS playoffs um, involve four teams. It's usually one from each of the big four conferences, except for the past two years where it's involved two, two. from yep. uh, a single conference. If you're not if you're not in any of the big conferences, you really have no shot, as it was shown last year with UCF. Yep, uh, national champions, according to them. I mean, they didn't lose. Yeah, and they look good in every game they won. So. Right. So, all right. So my four playoff teams are really big stretches here. Um, I'm really going out of the box on this one. <clears throat> That's a lie. It's, yeah. No, um, it's it's pretty straightforward it's pretty here. Straightforward. Um, I've got Alabama. Clemson, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Arizona, California, 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 Colorado, Colorado Connecticut, um, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma from the Big 12. Um, they're, those guys are kind of the ones that I think have the easiest, quote-unquote, easiest route. I think Ohio State could be interchanged with two other Big Ten teams, but it'll be kind of interesting to see how the Big Ten beats up on each other. Yeah, the, um, the the Big Ten beating up on each other is what kills them every year. Right, but I just don't see a Pac-12 team making it in. I, I could see Notre Dame sneaking in instead. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Um, but this, these are the four that are the safest. These are the four that I'm going with. And for my national championship, I just want anyone but Bama, for the love of God. Well, you're not even going to predict who it is. So, in other words, you think Bama's going to win it, but you want anyone else. I'm taking the field versus Alabama, (laughs) which I might get even money. I was about to say, I I don't think you're favored. I'm not, (laughs) which is terrible. Um, I'm, I'm going to, damn it, I'm taking the field. So, (laughs) so my BCS teams, I've got Alabama, I've got Clemson. So, same first two teams as you. Uh, I've got Notre Dame, who you mentioned as possibly somebody that could sneak in. Um, the way that they played against Michigan, uh, against a top-tier defense. They've been a top-tier defense the last few years. and they, I mean, they only scored three touchdowns, but they played well. Yep. But Michigan's got a good defense. So. Yep. Uh, they've got probably the best defensive player in the in college football and might be the... Uh, first overall pick. First overall pick, Rashawn Gary. Um, He's a monster. Yeah, he is. It's him or Bosa, I think, are going to be the yep. number one overall. Uh, so, and then, and then my fourth team, I, 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 I think it's not Michigan. As much as I wanted to say Michigan, <laughs> I actually wrote down Michigan and I crossed it off because I, I don't want to be the Homer pick guy. I'm going with Wisconsin. Ooh, that was the other Big Ten team that I was thinking. About. The other two were Michigan and Wisconsin for yeah. you. Yeah, it's Wisconsin's got a healthy schedule this year. Um, I don't think they play as many of the no they well they're coming out of the or the uh the nfc the uh big they're... 10 west which is kind of a cake which is which is cake compared to the yeah big very 10 much east. so um i mean the biggest competition they have this year is iowa and nebraska i'm pulling up their schedule right now which is coming off of they, the... they've got the big 10 championship game who they'll play 
either Ohio State or Michigan, and I'm 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 guessing. Right, maybe Penn State if something goes horrifically wrong. Um, They've got they're they're playing Penn State this year. They are playing Michigan this year. Okay. Um, but outside of that, I mean, they've got Iowa. They've got Nebraska. They don't play out Ohio State. Uh, they don't play Michigan State. I mean, they they don't have a hard schedule. Michigan and Penn State, yes, are both two very tough teams. I think they lose one of those two games. I bet you can guess which one I think they lose. Yep. Um, but I think that they end up winning the Big Ten championship game, which will put them in over Michigan in my predictions here because that's just how I roll. Um, that's fair. So who you got winning the uh, national championship? I've got Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. No. I've got the national championship game being Wisconsin versus Bama. Uh, and really, I've got anyone but Bama as well. <laughs> I'm hoping for anyone but Bama. But I wrote down Wisconsin is, is what I wrote down. Yeah. Now, the funny thing about this is that I think we both have the same Heisman winner from a school that is probably the best in the Pac-12. Um, but there's no way I see any Pac-12 team getting in. Uh, and that's Bryce Love. Yep. Bryce Love, he is a he is a talent. If he would have come out in the draft this year, he would have been probably, I would say, the second court, the second running back off the board. I think Saquon was still going first, but I think Love would have been in conversation. I think so, too. I think that uh, I think that he is better than Penny, who I believe was the second one off the board, right? Yep. He he is essentially a bulkier uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, very much so. That's really the best way I can describe him. Dude's got speed. He's got power. He's not quite as op- like open field shifty as McCaffrey, but well. uh, first game this year. Do you know how many yards he got? Not a lot. 28. 28. Oh, so he was half of uh, he was half of his team's uh, overall rushing total. Yeah, because they, they did Stanford, not do well. No, Stanford, I think. They won the game. game. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they, they didn't do too well on the ground. But, uh, yeah, but you've got a little caveat on your, on your Heisman. Yeah, I think, so, depending on how this shakes out, um, depending on how the SEC shakes out, I think that Jake from from Georgia could be kind of one of those sleeper picks. Kind of uh, sneak in there. Yeah, if if Georgia somehow finds a way to run the table this year, I think that he's going to be in he is going to be in very close conversation uh, with Bryce Love. Um, obviously, there's um, the quarterback from Bama. I can't remember Tua, Tua uh, Tagalo- Taga Tagavaloa Tagavaloa. I think it's Tagovailoa. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, he's in conversation because he had a good week one, but uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple. Uh, there's you've got the the quarterbacks from all the big schools are always going to be talked about. Kyler Murray, um, who in his last year of football, uh, could be could be. Fun technical difficulties here at the at the station. Um, uh, you've got the quarterback for Ohio State, Haskins. Um, somebody that I think is a, is a big sleeper uh, in this would be Wisconsin's running back, especially if they do go to the national championship game uh, with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, I mean, wait, the dude from Boys Meets World? Nope, nope, that is nope, nope. nope that's not even right. That's Home improvement. Not- 
Man, we are, we are just nailing this first episode. Jeez. Um, Drew Locke, I think, is a, is a big, big sleeper because Missouri isn't going to be good. Right. But he is an NFL caliber, caliber quarterback yep. that could do well. Um, and Shea Patterson, yes, he had a weak first game. Uh, but, I mean, a Michigan. I don't even think he's the best quarterback on the roster. <laughs> oh, you think McCaffrey? I think McCaffrey. I'm just... I don't know. I have a, I have a thing with McCaffrey's apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently love kind of a love hate. It's a yeah, it's a love hate. All right, I just know that that's a talented family, damn. Uh, so now we're gonna move on to our NFL predictions, uh, and I think we're gonna start with the uh, the players. We're gonna start with the awards. Uh, let's go with comeback player of the year. My comeback player of the year is gonna be David Johnson. He missed. All but one snap last year, uh, and I think he's going to come back, and I think he's going to leave the NFL and and uh, total yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a full year to heal from a injury that he probably could have come back in December last year. Yep, but they they held him out. They didn't want to risk him getting re-injured because they knew that the the year was over. Absolutely, um, I I I like your pick. Um, I think that David Johnson is. Definitely going to be in consideration. But for you that. respectfully disagree. But I respectfully disagree. Um, and I, God, I hope he stays healthy to be able to be considered for comeback player of the year. But he, the guy that I chose might also be defensive player of the year. Um, I chose J.J. Watt as the comeback player of the year. Yeah. Um, he was injured most of the last year, pretty much after he helped rebuild Houston with his bare with, hands with his bare hands and his crowd crowdfunding um he got injured he it was some lower back injury but yeah but that's his what third straight year of going down with an injury yeah it's not great it's it's rough it's 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 hard and I hate to see it because he is talented he, he is, is a great player well it's hard holding up that entire defense yeah exactly um but no, I think if he does, they're a top five defense with him in the area. Uh, not that with him. bottom twenty, bottom ten without him. Yeah, um, I yeah, I I think that he could have a be sitting in a very big year as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, so. I I agree with that. So I think two solid two solid picks. I'm surprised that neither of us picked Aaron Rodgers. Uh, spoiler alert: He's coming up. Oh, okay. Um, for me. So, moving on to offensive... Uh, He's not coming up for me. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Spoiler alert. Cool. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I went with Saquon Barkley. That's uh, kind of the safe pick. It just kind of seems like the obvious pick for me. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, for obvious reasons, for Saquon. Um, Saquads. Saquads. Uh, he, is, he was drafted number two overall. No, number... Three number overall. Three overall. Um, and he had a... No, number two. It was number two. To the Giants. Yep, number yep. two to the Giants. Um, he was given a fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's talented. Um, but that, that, that kind of talent leads to expectations. Um, that kind of pick, that kind of contract. Uh, and I think it's hard to live up to that level. So I'm choosing a rookie that might not do quite as good as uh, Saquad's. Um, but he has much, much lower expectations with the team that he's on, and that's uh, carry on my wayward son, Johnson. Uh, 
if he has a thousand yards in Detroit as a running back, I think that you're instantly in the rookie of the year conversation for it, offensive. If he gets a hundred yards in a game, yeah, exactly. I think he'll be in consideration, <laughs> considering that hasn't happened since Javid Best. Yeah, A Train, no. A Train, no. A Train no. uh, uh, would have been Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Did Javid Best ever get there? Um, God, it's it was like, like 2011. It's I been think like seven years. Yeah, 2011 would have been. Would have been Javid Best, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Woof. Could have been. Could have been uh, Kevin Jones, as well. Which was I a. I think you, it was Kevin. I think Jones. it was Kevin that Jones. More accurate. God, um, I played a lot of Madden. Uh, God, the Lions weren't good. Uh, but but yeah, this low expectations and you don't have to do as much in Detroit to get to get people talking about you and. You know, it's not always the the rookie that has the best numbers that wins this award. It's the rookie that made the biggest impact for their team sometimes. Right. So that's where I think that he's going to come from. Uh, offensive or defensive rookie of the year. Uh, a, a name that's uh, I, I think that he is going to be the best, possibly the best defensive lineman on his team. So it's going to it's going to uh, also be easy for him to get there. But Maurice Hurst. He was a potential first-round pick in the NFL draft, uh, had heart issues, fell to the fifth round to the Oakland Raiders, has had a really good training camp, and they're talking about how good he looks all all camp. Uh, and he's going to be he's gonna be anchoring that defense on the defensive line. So, I mean, I, I think that he has a very, very good shot to sneak up the boards for a defensive rookie. I like that pick. I had completely forgotten about, uh, forgotten about him. He's from uh, Michigan, Michigan, so it's yeah. hard for me not to. Right, um, well, you said the name, and I couldn't, couldn't like, I couldn't place. And then you said the heart issue. I'm like, oh, Michigan, that's yep. right. Yeah, he was projected to be a top twenty pick at one point. Yeah, and then the heart condition came out, and then he just plummeted. Yep. So um, it'll be interesting to see how he does. Uh, that defense did take a hit, so he might get a little. I mean, I don't know how much attention he's going to get as a fifth round pick, but um, from know. my understanding, he's going to rotate between uh, tackle and end spots. So oh, could be interesting. Um, move, so moving on to my defensive rookie of the year, um, I chose again kind of a gimme pick here. I went with uh, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, man, you really you really went went out of the uh, out of the, well, the broken line there, going with uh, two of the top six overall picks. So. Well, the way I well, that's true. I don't know. The way I look at it is Bradley Chubb is going to be on two a, of the top four overall picks. Two of the top four overall yeah. picks. Um, Chubb is going to a very strong pass rush with Denver. Um, and that's why I have trouble believing that he'll be up there because, I mean, you got Miller on the other side. But I think uh, that's where the double teams are going to go. They're going to go to Vaughn because mm-hmm. they know, you know, what he's going to do. And I think Do they have Chubb standing up? I don't know. He might have a hand in the ground. Is he, is he Does he have a hand on the ground in front of Miller then? Because Miller's standing up now. Right. It, it might be. I don't know if they're on the same side or not. That'd be interesting. If they're on the same side, that's... That's dangerous, that's, but yeah, that'd be interesting. That's something to keep an eye out. I haven't, I did not pay attention to that in preseason. Off the off the wire here. Uh, apparently, the L.A. Rams made a very aggressive push for Khalil Mack, uh, pretty much equal to what the Bears had offered. Uh, but the Oakland Raiders decided that the Rams pick would be too low for them to accept that package. What? So the Rams. The Rams are all in this year. Yes, they are. 
Holy crap. Could you imagine no, Khalil I, Mack on that defense? That's literally like that is the men. only position that they needed was was that linebacker we spot. Ju- you joked about yeah. that. So I just... What? Jeez. That would have been insane. Sorry, been, let's continue with this. That's, that would have been... Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh. Got a little, got a little excited there. Whew. Uh, so... <gasps> <laughs> Offensive player of the year. Um, I've got down. Uh, oh, uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, second time on this list for me, David, David Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I think he. Like I said, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna lead the league in yards overall b- between receptions and uh, re- uh, receiving yards and rushing yards. I think he's gonna lead the league. So. I, I just which I wish I drafted him. Yeah. Um oh, sorry. Yeah, I I talked myself out of him. I talked myself into Bell. And that obviously would end up real real rough for me now. But womp, womp. But yeah, no, I, I just I just think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be good. And he's gonna be a, a crutch for Josh Rosen when he's starting week four. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Uh my offensive player of the year, which I had issues. I had, it was a coin flip for me. You need some tissues? Kind of, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I do picking this guy as Offensive Player of the Year, but I chose Aaron Rodgers. Um, he got paid. He did get paid a lot of money. Um, it's Mr. Rodgers' neighborhood in Green Bay for a long time, and he can build it with all the money he got. Oh, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> um, only, if he, only if he starts dating Olivia Munn again. Oh man, he downgraded. Danica Patrick. Wow, nope. Talk about shifting years. Yep. Oh, hey yo. Hey. Oh. She's what? Four foot ten? Yeah, roughly. That's. <laughs> I think you're giving her a couple inches there. Shazam. Um. So I picked Aaron Rodgers. He's coming off of the broken collarbone. Is this just because it's a? He's a quarterback. I mean, is that? Yes. That's that's really what it comes down to. Um. If he plays normal and plays just like he did, you know, does normally. He doesn't have to really do anything special. He just has to play like he always does, and he's the comeback player of the year? More or less, yeah. If he plays normal, he's a comeback player. If he plays a little bit better, he's offensive player of the year. If he plays out of his mind, he's the MVP. Okay. Yeah, that that which I, I aggression hate. makes sense. I, I hate I hate it because MVP's become just a It's a, a quarterback it's award. A quarterback award. Yeah, whoever the best quarterback is is, is MVP. Right. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, I think mine will interest you. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> nice tease. Um, so moving on to my defensive player of the year. <laughs> uh, my one homer pick of this entire thing. Well, maybe I may have a second one. Um, I chose Harrison Smith as the defensive player of the year. Um, they're adding Georgia Loka is going to take some pressure off of him in the second that's a great signing too just to put him on the other side of the, as a safety there They're like the veteran minimum yeah and i think it's because he's getting paid by cincinnati still some right it's, i mean he literally said he's like it's not about the money i came here to win yep and i think they will now i, I mean that's an upgrade from Sadejo. right well if nothing else they can keep Sadejo at safety and move iloka into like a linebacker spot or like as playing as a third safety. Yeah, yeah, as as that as that uh, man in the middle. Yeah. Kind of situation. Um, and I think they'll they'll do some of those packages. Uh, but 
I think mostly they're going to move Sendejo to you're going to do a lot of more punt returning. Well, I mean, he already does punt returning, but you're going to focus more on special teams. Yeah. Uh, which is where Sendejo does best. Right, to be honest with you. Hits hard. Yeah. So he'll do he'll do special teams. He'll do punt returns, and yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. So, yeah, I think Harrison Smith is sitting on a pretty stellar year. Uh, my defensive player of the year, I had a couple players I was going back and forth with, but I'm going to go with Bosa. Uh, mm-hmm. Joey Bosa just uh, – he he's a good player. I mean, he held out when he was a rookie, and everyone was talking about like, oh, man, you know, San Diego holdout. This probably isn't going to go well for them. And then when he came in, oh, dear God, he looks good. Right. He is he is wicked. Um, His brother is going to be a top five overall pick this next year. They're saying his brother might be better than him. Yeah, which – I I can't believe that. I'd have to see that. With how good Joey is, I don't see his brother being better. Right. But still, I think Bosa is going to... He's going to be up there in sacks. I don't know if he lead the league in sacks. I think Khalil Mack might lead the league in sacks. Um, Mm. Hopefully a lot of those will be on Aaron Rodgers. Um, Break his collarbone again. But I I think he'll get a lot of forced fumbles. He can actually, I, I could see him getting a pick or two. Um, I mean, Bosa's just all around good, and he's got a sweet stash. Yeah, he does. He's got, oh. I mean, he's got the stash that if he's walking near a park, you're calling the cops. He's got the MVM. He's the MVM, most valuable mustache. Yes, he is. In the entire league. Um, used to be Jared Allen with the chop, or with the, uh. With the mutton, with yeah, the, with the, with the, with the Fu Manchu, the, the handlebar. God, that was so good. All right. Um, who do you have for coach of the year, Shane? My coach of the year is Hugh Jackson. I like it. He, I thought about there's nowhere to go but up from here. Um, he was, uh, he was retained with his one in thirty one record. Um, so, I mean, what do you do? Um, it's got he. They're building a team. He's got a quarterback. Uh, t- if Tyrod Taylor's healthy, he's got weapons. He's got he's got weapons. He's signed wide receivers. He's got two running backs. Uh, he's got three running backs that three are legit backs. behind them. I mean, yeah. offensive line's probably the biggest question mark on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, they've got a solid defense. Defense is looking pretty good. It's once again, it's it's all hype. It's all rookies and and players that should be good. So we'll see where that goes. But oh, man, so hype. It's it's Cleveland could be good. Or they could still lose zero game, or they could lose. They could lose zero game games. I don't see them losing zero games. I don't see that either. But they could also lose every game still. Um, my coach of the year, I didn't really like it because I couldn't really. I didn't want to pick Hugh Jackson because that was the easy one for me. Yeah. Um. So I picked Bill O'Brien because I think the Texans are going to have a much better year than they did last year. I'm assuming that means that you think the Texans are going to make the playoffs. Spoiler, spoilers. Spoiler, spoilers. Um, I do think the Texans are going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to make a run. Um, I just oh, think, wow. I just think that the AFC South is it's going to be them and the Jags in the AFC South. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but, no, I think he's going to take them to probably a winning record, especially if Deshaun Watson and that defense can stay healthy. It's all about health for the Texans. If they can stay healthy, they have a legitimate shot to make a deep run in that. Not a real strong AFC. Yeah. So. Right. I, I can I can see that. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, and then moving down to the most valuable quarter, I mean, player. Hmm? Um, Say it. I don't want to. Say it. Say his name. Say his name. He's a man. He's 40. I I don't want to. He is 40. Yes. I'm a man. I'm 40. That's uh, that's Tom Brady speaking in that clip, by the way. Um, <laughs> it, Tom Brady is my choice for the MVP of the year. Um, do I need to explain myself with that? No. I mean, I, I can see it. He's not my choice, uh, surprisingly Thank enough. Thank you. Uh, my choice is his former backup, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Uh, <laughs> which I'm sure is a little surprising. Jimmy G spot. Uh, he's a very good player. He is showed in his his seven and zero record. He's undefeated. Yep. Uh, he's got some better weapons now. Uh, this year with San Fran than he did last year, and last year with not very good weapons, he did fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Maurice Goodwin have a uh, Marquise Goodwin. Well, it's not Maurice; it's Marquise. Uh, him and Marquise Goodwin have a good rapport. Uh, there and they're saying that it's just building. Um, Pierre Garçon's healthy. Uh, they drafted a couple wide receivers to help out. Yeah, the, the they they tried to give him running back to help him with McKinnon to pat, catch out of the backfield. That didn't go very well. Nope. Um, but I think I think Jimmy G could could lead the league in passing this year, especially since they're not running the ball. It's a bold statement, um, but I don't dislike it. Um, I think this. I think week one is going to be a very. In, it, that's going to be another reason why I enjoy watching the Vikings against the 49ers is because I really want to see how that game turns out and how Jimmy G goes against a good defense. Yeah, I'm. I'm super interested in this. All right. Um. So we are going to move on to our picks for the essentially for the playoffs uh, for the AFC and the NFC. Um, kind of moving down the list. We'll we'll go through the uh, division winners, and then we'll hit up the two wild cards, and then we'll talk about who our picks are to go to the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'll just start off if you don't mind, Shane. Cool. Um, I'm gonna start off with the uh, easiest one for me, the uh, AFC East, and I will go with the team that Buffalo was- Bills. Yep, you're right. Um, no, come on. Uh, the New York Jets oh. are not who I'm picking. Uh, it's the Patriots. Oh, we weren't even going to give love to the Dolphins. No. Miami doesn't even love the Dolphins. That's true. Um, uh, should I just run through the entire AFC here? Yeah, just run through the AFC. Okay. Um, AFC West. Uh, real quick, I'll just say that my mine is also Patriots. Oh, weird. Let me put on my shocked face. Yeah, that doesn't work in, on radio, apparently. Um, that joke doesn't work on radio. <laughs> Good try, though. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, AFC West, I'm going to go with the San Diego. Nope. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim. I, I, you know what? I, I also have the Chargers, uh, but definitely wrote down SD when I <laughs> chose them. And it yep. wasn't, it wasn't in a joking fashion. It was no, just, I, that's what just, I wrote. That's where they should be, and that's what we're used to. The San Diego Chargers of Anaheim. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, they're Los Angeles. The Rams are in Anaheim. Let's be real. That's true. Yeah. Um, AFC North. I went with the Steelers. Because no one else is going to compete. Bold prediction from Shane here. I went with the Browns. What? 
I did. Really? I went with the Browns. I think that there are going to be four not good teams in the AFC North this year. I think that with uh, and it's all due to I, I, I wrote down Pittsburgh um, before I knew the Le'Veon Bell news and then I crossed them out and put the Browns because I just I don't think that the the Steelers really I think it comes down to the wire because I think that the winner of that division is going to be eight and eight I was going to say do you think this is the one division this year that doesn't break eight or doesn't break 500 I don't think it's it's the Seattle Seahawks from what was that 2010 yeah or, or whatever that that they uh they were seven they were seven eight, and nine seven and nine or like seven eight and one yeah and and made the playoffs I don't think I don't think it's a losing team in the playoffs but yeah I I just I think an eight and eight team makes the playoffs and it, it is from the AFC North yeah. my predictions Browns could go to any of those four terrible teams really good um my AFC South winners are the Jacksonville Jaguars I chose the Houston Texans. I like that. Um, and then my wild card. I almost, I almost didn't put Jacksonville in the playoffs. I, I ended up putting them in at the last moment, but really? I almost didn't. Yeah, um, it's all because of that offense. Um, my two wild cards. I went with the Houston Texans because, like I said, I think they're going to have a very good year, and I think it's going to come down to the wire with the AFC South. I think between the, Jag- the Titans and the and the Texans, or between or? the Texans and the Jags. Oh, I was thinking you were talking about for the wild card spot. No, for the AFC South. Um, I think the Texans are going to be in that. And my other wild card team is the Kansas City Chefs, Chiefs, Kansas City ah, Chiefs, the Shifes, the Shifes. Uh, yeah, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Jaguars, and I also have the Tennessee Titans. I have three, three AFC, AFC South, South teams. Not name the Colts. Yep. Good for you. Um, I it's Well, the Titans were a playoff team last year. Yeah. I mean, it's a strong division. It's it's probably the strongest division in in the AFC easily. Yeah. It might be one of the strongest divisions in NFL. I think there are two stronger divisions in the NFC than them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. They, they're gonna be up there. Yeah. Uh, record-wise, they'll be up there for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, just because they're playing in the what I consider the weaker AFC. Right. All right. So I'll start with my uh, NFC then. Cool. Uh, so my, what are we doing, NFC East? Yep. Uh, I've got the Eagles. Uh, shocker, I too have the Eagles. I, I very much thought about the Redskins there. Really? The Redskins? Um, with Alex Smith? At the helm? Yeah. Um, and who's catching the ball for him? Jameson Crowder? That's kind of where, where I, I, I fell behind there. Uh, they just made so many changes in the offseason that I, I ended up having to to go, no, I, I got to step back from that. Yeah. Um, I think the Giants are, are the worst team in that. Uh, I think them and Cowboys are kind of fighting at the, the bottom. I think the Cowboys are I, – see, I – I think the, the Cowboys, think Cowboys are so bad this year. Not necessarily the worst team in the NFL, but bad enough this year that Jason Garrett doesn't make it to the end of the season. I would agree with that. I I don't foresee him making it to the end of the season, and I think there's going to be calls for Dak Prescott to get yanked. Oh, I, I agree. I think they're going to be calling Tony Romo in the booth. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. So my, uh, my NFC West is the uh, Anaheim Rams. That's about right. I also have the... Uh, Los Angeles Rams of Anaheim. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we have a different North. Uh, because you put the Bears. I did not. I so so badly want the Lions to make it, but I chose Green Bay. 
I, I, I like the Lions. I like their team. I think they've got – I think the Packers have one or two more years where they're going to be up there just riding Aaron Rodgers' coattails to the number one spot. But – and and then it's all going to break down around them because they've really built nothing around Rodgers. Um, right. But but yeah, I think I think Green Bay wins the wins the North this year, and I think they win it with a. They'll have one more win than the than the Vikings, but they lose both games to the Vikings. Fun fact there. I I actually like that prediction. I being the homer, I still said the Vikings are going to win the NFC North, but the Vikings have an incredibly tough schedule. Yes, they do. Um, they they have one of the top five toughest schedules in the league this year, if I'm if I'm remembering right. Yep, I mean they have to face both the Patriots and the Eagles at Foxborough and at um, Philly, Philly. <laughs> whatever their stadium is. Whatever, who cares? They're Philly fans. Burn it to the ground. Yeah, they almost um, did. They they tried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I have the Vikings winning the NFC North. Uh, we'll get back to the Packers. I promise you. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that we agree on the South too. I've got the Saints. I too have the Saints. Yep. Um, I think the Saints are kind of a sneaky pick to go all the way this year. They were one fluke play away from making it to the NFC Championship game. And I think they would. I, I don't know. Although I, I thought for sure the Vikings would beat the Eagles too, but they also were running off that high. Right. That made it made it hard. And you know, it was hard to it was hard to judge how the Eagles were going to do because they were a different team in that championship game than they were the week before. Right. Well, yeah, clearly they put up 37 points instead of 12. 12. Um, wild card. Uh, my first wild card, I've got the Vikings. Cool. Um, I think the Vikings are actually going to end up in the NFC Championship game. I want to put them one further, but I think there's one team that's better than them. But we'll get there. Okay. Who's your other wild card? Am I just saying both and you're going to say you're both? Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, my other wild card is the San Francisco 49ers. Really? I think Jimmy G takes him to the playoff. He's going to lead oh, the league he, in passing. He's going to be the MVP, I suppose. Yeah, lead the league in passing. He's going to be in the top three for touchdowns. I think I think he's, he's going to the playoffs. All right. Uh, my two wild card teams are the uh, Green Bay Packers. Um, mm-hmm. I, with Aaron Rodgers leading the helm, they're going to they're gonna be good. They always have a chip, uh, chip chair and a chance. Uh, my other wild card team is going to be a team that has a chance to play at home in the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. Well, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, the Atlanta Falcons okay. are my second wildcard team. Um, I think that the AFC South, or excuse me, the NFC South is a very good, well, three out of the four teams are very good. I agree with that. I mean, the Bucks are going to be real bad, but I think that because of that, it's going to be hard for more, more teams to get in mm. because I think they're going to beat up on each other a lot. And I, my problem with the Falcons is a bit of the Julio Jones situation and also a bit of that defense. Yeah, they've got some good players on that defense, but overall, I don't think it's going to be a very good defense. Right, which is why I still put the Saints as the division winners instead of Atlanta. Yeah. And then the Panthers, I like the Panthers. I just I just don't know. I They're just, they're just going to be so streaky. Right. It, it really depends on what Cam Newton does. Yeah, exactly. Which I, Cam Newton do you get? Do you get MVP or do you get... Uh, last year? Last year. Yeah. So. All right. So, Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Uh, 
You want me to go first? Well, uh, let's let's go AFC. Who do we have in the AFC? Um, I have the New England Patriots. Oh, what a surprise. I have the New England Patriots. Oh, man. Shocker. I mean, really, the only other team in the AFC I could see going to the Super Bowl is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Uh, and even though I have them in my second wildcard team, that has to do with the fact that what I think their record is going to be and what how Houston's going to do in comparison to them mm-hmm. being the last team in the AFC South last year was no, they were the the second to last team the in the Colts AFC South. The, the Colts are the worst. Um, so they're going to have an easier schedule than Jacksonville. So I think that's why that Houston takes the division. Um, Jacksonville's defense is just so good, and they will step up in the in the playoffs. But I just I don't see the Pets not getting to the Super Bowl. Right. Um, I have, as my NFC team, I'm interested to hear yours, um, as the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, what a homer pick. I know, right? Okay, Patriots. <laughs> but you also chose the Patriots, so it's not a homer pick. Mm, whatever. Don't! Okay. Um, my... My NFC pick is the Los Angeles Rams of Anaheim. Ooh. I I actually went back and forth on my MVP between Jimmy G and, and uh, Jared Goff, trying to decide who I thought was going to lead the league in, in passing. Um, I ended up going with Jimmy G. I think he's just more accurate. I think he's going to have less interceptions. I think he's going to have a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also got... I, I mean... Goff's got uh, Robert Woods. Goff's got uh, Cooper Cup. Cup. Goff's got Brandon Cooks. Goff's got Gurley. Gurley. He doesn't have anybody at tight end. Um, Jimmy G. Yeah, he's got not as much. He's got the the Tom Brady ragtag team behind him. Yep. And George Kittle at tight end. Who's playing week one, by the way. Um, Stoked. He's also, uh, by, by the way, uh, George Kittle tight end sleeper for me there. I think he's going to be a top five tight end in the league this year. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, I've got, uh, and and my Super Bowl prediction for winner, I'm taking the Rams. Really? As much as I love the Patriots, man, I really like that Rams team. They've got a Madden team. You think going all in for this one year is going to work? Yeah. All right. And it's and then you know it's gonna fall apart next year, but I think this one year it's gonna work. They just want to bring a bring a championship to L.A. Um, Golden State Warriors right here, except for just one time. Right. Um, that's probably why they did it. They saw it work in the yep. NBA. Like, yeah, screw it. Let's do like, it. Hey, up the road in Golden in Oakland, they did this. So why why not us? Um, my Super Bowl winners, I feel like the... You went with the Vikings, didn't you? I went with the Patriots. Did you, did you really? Because I think the it's a it's a bird curse now. Because we because the new stadium has killed so many birds <laughs> that the Vikings cannot win anything when it comes to... When it comes to birds, and they're playing in the Falcon Stadium. It just... That's dirty. <laughs> That's a dirty bird. I'm crying so hard. Oh, it hurts. Dear me. God. It hurts me. <laughs> I just... I love the bird curse so much. It's the curse of the birds, it, at least in playoffs. All right, so that, that was our... Uh, uh, so now we're going to get to uh, our, our final topic, uh, and that's going to be um, 
let's let's head on down to Dollar 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 ching ching. We're going to talk about betting. We're talking about betting lines. We're talking about we're talking about bets of the week. Things that are legal or things that are legal in uh, some states now, actually. Yeah, there's there's a decent amount of states that. Uh, is there a decent amount of states? Is it's really just? I think it's like it's, I think five it's, or ten. Yeah, but betting. Uh, so we're going to talk about some like our, some bets that if hypothetically we were making if we were living in states where we could make bets uh legally hypothetically hypothetically speaking um we would be making these bets Um, now we're not gonna go like super into outside of the top 25 uh college football like oh man you should take southern miss to beat creighton and the yeah like we're, we're not gonna we're not going there we're if we're talking if we're talking college football bets, we're going to be talking about top twenty-five teams most of the time, and if we're talking um, NFL, or, or at least top power power five conferences. Right. Um, NFL, we'll we'll talk about games to that we like and games to stay away from for sure. But yeah, just to to lead it off, um, a game that I like uh, a betting line on uh, in college football. Uh, is actually one of the closer ones, and that is the Georgia versus South Carolina uh, game. Mm-hmm. It's a ten-point line right now, and oh. I and yes, Georgia is the three, and South Carolina is twenty-fourth. It's actually a ranked team, but Georgia's got a really good team, and I just cannot see a world where South Carolina is going to keep up with that that offense. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good, pretty good bet. I would probably also take the over. It's fifty six and a half. Um, yeah, I I could see this being a a uh, a shootout. Not necessarily a shootout, but a a forty to twenty five. Yeah, you know, I think Georgia's going to win big, but I think that South Carolina is still going to score some. Hmm. Um, moving to my, one of my first bets here. Um. Shane, I think you and I are possibly using different uh, different websites. Well, I'm I'm using a different website for the college games, but because oh, okay, cool. you don't have the college score, uh, scores up, right? Um, so my first bet would probably be with the Tennessee Titans against at the uh, at the Dolphins. Um, the Titans are the away or the Titans are the away team, and they're still favored by a game by a point and a half. Hmm. Um, I think the Titans are going to handily beat the Dolphins um, by more than two. Yeah, I think they're going to beat them by more than two for sure. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely be putting money on that. Um, that would You'd probably, be putting money, 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 I money, would be money, 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 money. Straight cash on me. Um, that's how I pay my fines. Uh, so my, uh, I think I'm going to do two college and you're going to do two pros and we're each going to talk about a game to stay away from yeah um so my second college game uh to go with right uh right now is going to be the penn state pittsburgh game so penn state went into ot against appalachian state this past week mm-hmm. penn state's a better team than that it's opening it's opening week there's been a lot of times where there's a there's a really good college football team that's taken to the brink by a team that shouldn't stand up with them but they do do at times 
uh, we both, as fans of Iowa and Michigan, we have both seen that uh, firsthand. Unfortunately, uh, it's a it's a nine point line. Penn State's favored by nine over Pittsburgh. I think Penn State's going to run away with this one. I think it's going to be a twenty one point game. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to get any offense in really. Um, I would, I'd probably even take the under on this one fifty six. Um, I think it's going to end up being Penn State. You know, thirty something to nothing. 30-something to seven, maybe. Yeah. Um, but but really, I mean, I, I, I think this is a solid, solid bet on Penn State here. I would agree. Um, the second game that I would look at would be the um, Carolina Panthers against the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Panthers are currently giving two and a half points. Um, it's another situation where I think the Cowboys are being overvalued for what they are. Um the Panthers still have a solid team, and especially if Cam Newton can hit his stride, they're gonna they're gonna win this game. The Cowboys are not they are not a good team right now. Um, they're in flux, and I think that you know their their one weapon is a running back, and if they don't have a lead, they're not gonna be able to lean on that running back. Yeah. So that's the second one I'm looking at for NFL. Uh, so um, I'm my stay away is not going to be an NCAA. It's going to be an NFL. Um, I'm going to give a general broad stay away from all of the top 25 te- uh, teams betting lines when it comes to games that are 25 points or more for lines. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe don't do anything with those because you never know. That there's no. It's not like the old BCS days when it was uh, margin of victory was a factor. Uh, it's not anymore. Nobody cares about margin of victory. So scores don't get driven up the way that they used to. Mm-hmm. Stay away from those games. Okay, so a game that I'm saying stay away from, and it should be no surprise to you after I've talked about who I think is going to make the playoffs, that is Cleveland and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current line for the uh, Browns-Steelers game is five and a half. Um, the Steelers are favored. Now... It's the first game of the season. I honestly think the Browns are going to win this game, but it's also the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are without Le'Veon Bell. The Browns are coming off a decent preseason. They don't have Josh Gordon fully healthy yet because he wasn't with the team all preseason. There's a lot of weird factors on both sides of the ball here. I would just stay away from this game completely because you don't know what teams are showing up on either side of the ball at this point. Tyrod Taylor's coming off a hand injury. Um, I mean, it just—it's yeah, it, a rough one to look at. I I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this game. Right, you you don't know what what teams you're getting. Yeah, exactly. It, so it, it's and that's one of the scariest things you can do in betting is if you don't know what you've got, why are you making yeah. bets? Which is also one of the reasons why I would recommend start betting maybe in week three of the NFL season. Yeah, we <laughs> but yeah, but that's a, another. Story but that's yeah, that's 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 neither here nor there. Um, the game that I am staying away from is, and this is going to seem weird, but it's the uh, Saints versus Buccaneers. The Saints are nine and a half point favorites. They're giving nine and a half. In the NFL, rarely, rarely do you see like th- there's a strong amount of parity in the NFL. Yeah. And I mean, ten is about usually the limit of like unless you're, you know, the Patriots against the Raiders like most games most games are within two scores at the end of the game right and this is a division game it's week one yes it's in New Orleans but it's another one of those situations where 
you don't know exactly what you're getting. Like, I think the world of the Saints, but the Buccaneers have had have had how many weeks to game plan for the Saints? Yeah. So I would stay away from that one. Um, Plus, uh, I, I would say with this one here too, with the Saints, Mark Ingram's out. Yep. So they don't have that double-headed running back game. Uh, I mean, they even signed Mike Gillisley, a cast-off, a healthy scratch last year for the Patriots, mm-hmm. to be what everyone thinks is their number two running back uh, for this game because they really have nothing behind Kamara. Right. So, I mean, that's another reason to possibly just kind of stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's that's my big stay away, stay away. Don't don't do it. Yeah. So uh, next week we'll uh, we'll take a look at these games that we told you to to go with and stay away and see how we did. Um, hopefully that those those will stay in the money zone for us. Um, with that said, at the uh, the end of the show here, what I think I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to recommend a beer for you to try this week mm. I like um, it. so my beer this week uh is so it's it's starting to get a little bit colder a lot of people are going out oktoberfest um beers like that because they're starting to come out uh one of my favorite beards one it's 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 a cold weather beer for sure um is breckenridge vanilla porter mm, for sure uh it is Oh, it's just it. It's a silky like it just it goes down so smooth. It's super delicious. It's a brewery out out of Colorado. Um, I truly recommend checking it out if you haven't. So, uh, Carl, what do you got? Um, this I, is something I sprung on Carl at the last minute. By the way, he had no idea he had to recommend a beer. Right. Um. So I am going to thinking about it a little bit here. I'm going to recommend since we are in September and. Traditionally, in Germany, September is Oktoberfest, which is contrary to a lot of people's thinking. Um, so, being that it is Oktoberfest, I will recommend uh, I'll recommend two of my favorite Oktoberfests. Um, first off, um, locally here in Min- uh, Min- Sa- or in Minneapolis, Saint Paul, um, Summit Brewing Company's Oktoberfest is one of my favorite locally made ones. Um, it's a little bit higher on the alcohol content than most uh, Oktoberfests on the market, um, but it has that nice caramel sweetness. It's very good. It'll get the job done. Um, my One of my favorites nationally, though, is actually it's Left Hand Brewing out of Colorado. Um, they do a very good... It's two Colorado beers. It is two Colorado beers. Weird. It's like they do good beer yeah, out there. Who's funk? Um Left Hand Brewing's Oktoberfest is highly underrated and it is phenomenal. So, those would be the two that I'm, I am drinking. Well, now I feel weird that I didn't recommend a second one. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend one more for the uh, Han Solos out there, the um, the pumpkin spice latte drinkers. <laughs> um, I'm not really into pumpkin uh, spice ales mm-hmm. or pumpkin spice anything. Fair, but Southern Tier Pumpkin Ale. Mm, pumpkin is actually a pretty delicious beer um it's like pumpkin pie it is like pumpkin pie it's 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 got nutmeg it's got cinnamon it's 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 got a really good mouthfeel it's it's very tasty it's also very alcoholic it is super alcoholic um but yeah i would i would say check that out um so i feel like we've given you all a healthy dose of both beers and balls uh in this podcast um (laughs) Thanks for 
going through our our um inaugural inaugural uh beers and brews podcast and we will talk to you all next week all right have a good one guys